0: As I listened to these words that come to us through Romans, the phrase that kept coming to my mind is, I know who you are. I know who you are. If you've ever heard those words like I have, you probably remember the very premise and the times that they were spoken to you. I know who you are. In fact, the only times that you probably have ever heard those words is, It was not a great situation. You were probably being accused. Maybe even rightly so, as again in my cases. I know who you are. In some ways, we often can fear those very words because we know who we are. We don't want anybody else to know who we are. We don't want to hear those words, I know who you are. But here in Romans, Paul doesn't only say, I know who you are. He says, I know who I am. Something I've learned uh, in my short stint as a dad isn't very much about my daughter, but about the things that come with children. One of those things are, are helmets and child safety seats in cars. The amount of time I spend installing and uninstalling ch- child car seats is incredible. <laughs> if you look down our hallway right now, you'll see there's several that are lined up there that people have donated to, to go to families in our neighborhood that, that just aren't able to afford any child seats of their own and i learned that when someone gives us something like that we have to call somebody to come and certify the child safety seats because with helmets and child safety seats it only takes one good hit and they're useless It may have weakened the material that forms that child's safety seat or or weakened the material that makes the, the helmet. So if your child falls off of the bike hard enough, you have to go and get a new helmet. Because the integrity of the helmet or the safety seat has been compromised. There might be a crack there that you didn't notice or... There might be something that has fallen out of it that that you didn't know was there. And and without that piece or without that that helmet and child safety seat being whole and complete and right, it poses a risk to the ones who have trusted themselves to this helmet and this child safety seat. How easy and how fast it is for these little things, what what I think is strong plastic or cheap plastic, depending on how much my parents paid for it, will go. How easy it is for us to look at others that same way. How easy it is for us to look at ourselves that same way. One little crack that appears in that facade of somebody else, their entire integrity to me is gone. One little time, when they broke that trust or they hurt this little heart of mine, it's it's all over from there. That one moment can define that person for the rest of their life. Maybe you've been in that position. Maybe you've had that failure or that fault where for the rest of your life, if others don't know it about you, you certainly see that crack in your own integrity the rest of your life to where you might as well change your name to that very thing. How easy and how fast it is for us to lose that facade Lose that integrity. To lose everything that we've put up in the world. To where we fear hearing the words, I know who you are. Sometimes that accusatory words come from others. Sometimes they come in the quiet when we are left alone to ourselves and we're rehashing the day. We're remembering all those little moments that we had and we're thinking of the smart remarks that we should have said or the very failures of the day that we've collected. And we see the cracks in in our integrity, in our facades, in the way things are. I know who you are. Paul as he is examining himself here in Romans he knows exactly who he says who he is he says wretched man though I be who is to save this body of mine i know who you are you are wretched and a wretched man a phrase that plays over and over and over again. Here he is, someone who knew the law inside and out, one who probably at one point in time delighted in its very words because he felt himself to be above, to have mastered it, to have taken care of all those little things so that nothing can break through into his life. But here he is, the one who later considers himself to be a murderer who collected the coats of those who would stone the martyrs, one who would walk into our church and would not find a friendly smile or any to shake his hand during the hour-long greeting time that we have. We know who he is. The world still knows who he is. Debating his words... Seeking ways to cast our own scriptures, knowing him to be a murderer, to be someone who is boastful and braggadocious at times. I know who you are. Paul laments about about the way in which his guilt has come to him, he sees that in the law of God as it comes down, the full weight of hearing those words and seeing those failures, being not able to match up to the glory of God, the very things that the Lord has established for us to do is heavy. And sometimes can be even heavier than the own standards we have placed on our lives. The ways we have let ourselves down by the own laws that we have established. The ways we have let each other down in these relationships of ours. The constant times where we have not been able to meet the expectations of those we love. It's heavy. It screams at us, the phrase, I know who you are. A wretched man. Who shall save this body of ours? A friend of mine, <clears throat> Esther's, Esther's godmother had turned me on to this band called the Oh Hellos. They're a, they're not a Christian band, but a band of Christians, I guess, is how you would phrase them. And they wrote a a um, an album called My Dear Wormwood based off of C. S. Lewis's book uh, The Screw Tape Letters. And in there, in the song that bears the same name Dear Wormwood, they take the same accusatory tone I know who you are. The ways that phrase can actually hold us back, they can keep us sitting in our seats, can stop us from living our lives the way the Lord has called us to be, out of fear of whether we are going to misstep, misspeak, or be unable to match the expectations that are set on us. So we sit there and we wallow and we wait, evermore trying to build up this facade of ours so we can never hear those words again, I know who you are. Because there's this thing about this sin that is inside of us. It tries to take everything we believe and tell us it's wrong. There's a thing about this sin that is inside of us that when it speaks to us, that trying to pull us away from our God, it tries to tell us that everything we believe is wrong. So in their song, it says, The things that I believe in, You've taught me to call them all escapes, but I know who you are. Planning without acting, steadily becoming what I hate, I know who you are. I have always known you. You have always been there in my mind. But now I understand you, and I will not be part of your designs. I know who you are. Truth is, is as that law comes to us, as that sin comes to us to try and label us, to call us different things, to remind us of these constant failures, to remind us of the ways we fall short of the glory of God, trying to use those to let us be known by only those things, we can actually turn and say to it, I know who you are. You sin are wretched. You sin are known you have been called out because I know who I am. Though I may be a wretched man and ask the question, who is it that has come to save this body of mine? I know who I am now. I am someone who has been saved. Thanks be to God and our Lord Jesus Christ. I am one who has been baptized. I am one who has been died for. I am one who has been bled for, whose body the Lord has given himself over. I am his. That is the name that I am known by. Not these addictions. Not these lies. Not this grief. Not even this guilt. Not this mourning. But known by Jesus Christ. By the one who has given me something new. who's given me a newness of life. To where I am able to call sin what it is. That I know it. And I know it to be my enemy. I know who I am now. I know who I want to be. I want to be more than this devil. Than this sin says I ought to be. I know that I am someone in Jesus Christ thanks be to god in our lord jesus christ as those words come to me and they they hit up against these walls of the facade like like water in the sea i hear the words that come out of john chapter 15 where he says And he calls to us to come and to abide in him. And as we abide in him, we know that we can do nothing apart from him. But for all those that abide in him, we can be and do something. We hear earlier in Romans chapter 7 itself, that as we are ones who have heard of Jesus Christ, we are ones who have also received his spirit, so that we may walk in newness of life. That as these accusatory words of I know who you are may be spoken to you and to me, we can come back. I am something new. I am forgiven. I am brought to life. I have the Spirit of God in my heart. Marked by the waters of baptism. i a child of God. Do I struggle? Yes. Do we struggle? Yes. Is it hard? Yes. But what I am known by is what is new the Lord Jesus Christ. I know who you are. You are one like David upon hearing his own sins tore his clothes, gnashed his teeth and wanted to die but was given forgiveness given forgiveness and called to live on you are one like Paul murderers that we are ones who will easily be able to speak in such a way about each other that that it is as if we are killing that person but like Paul We've had the Lord Christ come to us and speak to us. Remove the scale from our eyes and be led into a newness of life. I know who you are. You were like Peter, who would easily be able to betray the Lord even within his own hearing. But then who receives the hand of the Lord And walks along the shore with him after his resurrection. Hearing his words to feed his people, to guard his sheep, to be his word here. I know who you are. You are a baptized child of God. You are one who's been forgiven. You are one who is no longer wretched, but saved. Thanks be to God and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.